0: going on guys welcome back to pure evil mma i'm your host as always eve letting we have a really special guest here today we got damian trites joining us what's going on damian how you doing Hey, how are you bro i'm doing good so i I just want to catch everybody up i mean i I actually met you so wait hey
1: let me let me interrupt you real quick and i just want to start by saying um you know, I apologize for you know, you know, coming off the wrong way on your uh, on your Jesse um, interview. Um, it's nothing against you. I just get a little hot when uh, it comes
0: to this kid. You know. Well, that that's exactly where I wanted to start. Some people that maybe scrolling through my uh, my YouTube channel may see a couple of comments from this weekend, and you know. I wasn't aware of the whole situation but obviously like as a journalist I need to take like a, a middle ground not take anybody's side with anything. so you know I saw your comment I responded and I kind of want to get a backstory because you know the whole thing was about the, the Gotti versus Jesse James fight and there was a lot of people that did want to see it. Unfortunately the fight hasn't been cut into fr- fruition. can you kind of catch us up on you know everything when, when you first heard? That uh, Jesse was well, well, calling out well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't
1: really want to. I don't really want to um, speak for John John Gotti III himself. Yeah. What I will tell you is that I'm very very close to the family. Um, my uncle did five years in Raybrook in prison with uh, John Junior, and John Junior has treated me um, like family. So you know, it's it, it's a tough thing when you start calling out people that I'm that I'm that I'm close to their families and stuff like that. And and and, and my thing is with Jesse is. You know, listen, this is what a lot of MMA fighters, I'm retired, I don't fight MMA anymore, you know, and it it just seems that there's a lot of people that come out of the woodwork. And that they want to fight me now that I'm 39 years old, washed up and retired, sitting on a couch eating fucking bagels with cream cheese. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the gym like I used to be. I have a lot of injuries, and, you know, and and I'm done fighting MMA. So it becomes so when you know when you start calling me out and stuff like that it becomes a little bit disrespectful, and it becomes a whole other level of. It's not MMA anymore at that point. It becomes personal, and then when things become personal and you see people in the street, there's no rules, and it becomes—it just becomes different. It's not sport anymore at that point, you know what That's I mean? That's what we've
0: been seeing the last couple of years, and I, I think about 99% of the audience here, and fighters, can agree with it. Somewhere along the lines, it kind of got mixed into... Once they saw Conor McGregor doing what he was doing and it being successful, people were like, all right, let me talk some shit. And, you know, there's a difference between playing the game and actually crossing lines that can actually, you know, offend a lot of people out there. And it's it's happening a lot now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I honestly, like, I used to, like, love MMA, man. I really, I, like, love the sport. But the direction it's kind of gone in... You know, it's gone, and, and, you know, I've been guilty of trash talk in the past, man. Like, you know, I had a heated rivalry with Dan Lozon, but, like, I'm an adult now, man. I'm 39 years old. You know, my, my thing is, man, I got a kid, I got a son, and stuff like that, and, you know, I'm just trying to do the best thing I can for my son at the end of the day. I'm not a fighter in, anymore, and when people when people cross a certain line with well, me, well,
0: What's considered crossing the line?
1: Listen, listen, if you want to... It's just, it's just like, dude, if you want to fight the guy, I get it, but don't, but don't start, don't start like, like harping on the guy every time you keep bringing him up. And then you got, then you got all your boys like jumping in saying that he's scared and stuff like that. I mean, it's. It's laughable, you know what I'm saying. I mean, the kid, the kid, the kid's definitely not afraid. And, and quite frankly, that kid has dynamite in his hands. I honestly don't see him standing. I, I honestly don't see Jesse James uh, taking too many of uh, John Gotti the Third's punches. That's just my personal opinion. Um, and again, maybe I'm biased because I am a Gotti supporter and they are friends of my family. But what I'm trying to avoid is kind of the sort of thing that happened with Conor McGregor and Kabib, where this incites into like a group disturbance a group disturbance at an event. Yeah. You know what I mean? We almost had a disturbance at an event at Premier with Jesse already with his people. Um, a friend of mine, Pat Casey, fought him and Pat Casey dominated him at Premier. He beat him all three rounds or I think it was all five rounds. And he got finished in the in the in the fifth round. And hats off to Jesse for that. But then his father was like recording Pat when Pat was knocked out. And I didn't think Brett was right for what he did. He was caught in the moment, but he slapped the phone out of Jesse's father's hand, and it almost caused, like, this, this big, like, melee. There was almost, like, a huge brawl in the crowd. And, and um, Jesse had to be escorted out by the police, from what I was told, and, uh, you know, he, he was afraid. But, but this is, these are the kind of sort of things that people don't understand. When it becomes personal... And it becomes a whole. It becomes a street thing. Then all bets are off. Like people don't like people. Like some people, they just don't care about about rules and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't play by the rules. You know what I mean? So that's that's the thing I'm trying to avoid. You know what I mean?
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're seeing more and more and uh, more and more of that as the years go on. And, you know, if there's one thing that people can take out of me and your discussion here is you know a lot of people someone's going to get hurt and you know i understand like people wanting to promote the sport wanting to promote a fight get excitement underneath it but when you know everyone gets involved and you're you're not the the, the line is crossed like we keep saying Bro, it gets scary it could be the scary crew, when
1: we come to an event You know, you got to remember, you know, Gotti's father has a ton of, ton of connections. I mean, the guy, the guy, the family alone, I mean, the legendary name, you know? I mean, they have a huge following. When you get a crowd like that all riled up, it's going to be bad. Like, that's what people don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, it's just, it's just these kids, they
0: don't get it. You know what I mean? Well, look what we saw this weekend. I mean, Kobe Covington, Oh, uh, you know, the day after UFC 235 at the buffet, at the casino. And here's Ali Abdelaziz and Uzman that charge them. And this is outside the fight. There's no cameras. There's children. There's families. And, you know, it, it, it looks bad. It looks bad for the sport when it, when it escalates to that, you know, when bro, it escalates to Bro, that. look at Khabib, man. Khabib was so
1: fired up. He took that so personal. Look at what happened. He jumped into the crowd. That could have been a lot worse. Like, you got to understand, man. Like, some people, they don't fight. The way I look at it is this. I'm 39 years old. If we get into a fight in the street, I'm I'm protecting it becomes like all right you're trying to do harm to me now now i'm down I'm defending myself for my life it becomes different you know what i'm saying like when when someone hits me and they attack me in the street it's not a, it's not a fight anymore you know what i mean it's like i'm 39 years old i'm not going to be rolling around in the street with someone you know what i'm saying it's just it's just bro it's like <sighs> MMA is different than the street. There's no rules in the street. There's no referee. There's none of that. And, you know, people fight in numbers and people use weapons and stuff like that. And and again, you said it best. Bro, if you disrespect people's families, it's going to get bad and someone's going to get hurt. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess that's what the point I'm trying to make of this this whole is social is, media. You know?
0: People are are crossing lines every day on social media because they don't think there's going to be a repercussion for it. They think it's, you know, kind of innocent where it's like, you know, I'm promoting the fight, but you keep going, you keep, you know, pushing buttons, it's going to blow up. And people don't realize that sometimes, especially with the way social media is nowadays. And,
1: and you know, it's funny, it's funny you bring that up. Um... Because there's so many, like I get caught up in it, man. Like I'm a hothead bro. I really am. Like I'm guilty of it. Like I get into like these social media wars with people sometimes on the internet. And then I step back and I say to myself, these like, like I so for me, I come from a I come from an era, man, where like if you had a beef with someone, you saw the person, you fought, and that was that. You know what I mean, like. You know what I'm saying like I don't understand this whole like internet land like fucking tough guy like talking like these people they make fake accounts and like (laughs) trash people over the internet like just a fucking joke like grow a pair of balls you know what I mean like you got something to say to somebody go up to them and say it to their face because I'll tell you right now if you got a problem with me and you come and approach me we're gonna fight I might not win but (laughs) you'll know you were in a fight you know what I mean Just the way I am, dude, you know?
0: There's something about social media that makes it feel even more disrespectful. And it's
1: not like I'm hiding. Like, dude, I'm at all the events. It's funny. All these people have everything to say over the internet. They have nothing to say when they see see me in person. Nothing. Nobody comes up to me. No one says, oh, you're Damien. And then they start running their mouth. It never happens.
0: I see this all the time, too. I see this all the time.
1: Right, it's just, dude, it's cowardly, man, it's like really cowardly, like anything that like I have to say about somebody, I'll be happy to say it to their face, like it's just like approach me, bro, like, you know what I mean, I just, it aggravates me, man, you know, I come from a different era, bro, you know what I mean, I'm 39, like I don't know how old you are, but in my day, that's all we do is fight growing up, you
0: know? Well, the one thing about the social media that makes things even worse, and is really, it's, uh... It could be really dangerous because now you're getting a whole bunch of people involved taking sides, and then, you know, you feel some type of way at the end of it. Yeah,
1: but not, and, and more importantly, not only that, don't run your mouth on the internet, and then when, when, I, when I say, when I see you, I'm going to do something, then you want to get the law involved, like... It's just, it's just like, that's another reason. You gotta be real careful what you say these days. People like to twist things. You know, next thing you know, they're going to the police. It's just, it's not even worth it. It's like, almost like, I just, like, I I just, like, laugh. It's just, like, laughable to me. Like, it's like, these dudes are so tough, and then when something happens and some shit starts to get real and stuff pops off, they're running for the the door, they're headed to security, or they're fucking on the phone, dialing 911, it's like... What happened? You know, like, I thought you were
0: tough. I don't get it. I said this at the beginning. And, you know, as we get towards the end of this interview, I think the point really here is that somewhere along the line, people got confused. They got this false sense of promotion for what you have to do to become famous, to get noticed. And at some point, it's going to get somebody hurt. And that's what the message here in this interview is. You need to be careful. You can't think that you're just going to go on social media, uh, run your mouth, and have no repercussions for it when you you see somebody or... It, it, it's, it's out of control and, now. And,
1: and part of the message I want to get through too is that there's a difference between sport and reality. That's MMA, MMA is a sport, okay? It's a sport. It doesn't make you invincible. It doesn't mean you're untouchable. Just because you're the fucking toughest guy in an MMA ring doesn't mean you're untouchable. You know, it, it, it's like there's always someone bigger and tougher. I mean, I've learned that over the years myself it's like just be humble and, and you know with that being said the John Gotti the John Gotti fight and this Jesse kid it's gonna happen it's gonna happen you know and, 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 and when it happens I expect fireworks and I'll tell you this right now that kid John Gotti the third he fucking hits like a truck so you know all that shit he was talking you'll see you'll see it's, it's, it's gonna I think it would be bad for Jesse to be honest You know, that's just my personal opinion. But, you know, we'll see again It's MMA. So anything
0: can happen. See, that's that's the other thing. I think uh, both these guys have a lot of backing behind them. But the one thing that is really important is they both need to grow a little bit more here. I understand there's a lot of people out there that want to see the fight. I understand things are getting a little out of control. It would be really nice to see both of them fight. But right now, I feel like both of them are just so uh so young i just in don't the think career. the fight makes
1: sense right now yeah. do you know what i mean like if they grow their names a little bit more and they do it at a higher level at a bigger stage it's going to be better for both of them like at the end of the day like listen let's let's be real let's be frank here i don't think john Gotti the third does this for the money he does it because he loves to fight he has the heart to get in the ring and again i respect any fighter who has the balls in the sack ...to walk to that cage and get in the fucking ring and fight. I respect any fighter that does it, win, lose, or draw. But at the end of the day... Gotti's name, and he has—he's well taken care of. He doesn't need money, you know what I mean. So it's not like he's doing this for the money. He could have done a hundred different things. He could have done real estate like his father does, you know. And he could have done a hundred different things. He could own a gym if he wanted to, you know what I mean. He likes to fight, and the kid is dedicated, humble, you know. And and that's another thing I want to get—I want to shoot home—is the kid couldn't be more. Uh, more of a humble gentleman, you know what I mean? I mean, his whole family. I mean, do you know? Have you met them at all?
0: Um, I haven't met them personally.
1: Well, man, if you get a chance, if you, if, you know, if you're if you're at um if you're at the Hartford, I think it's the Hartford Convention Center for CES.
0: Yes, I will be there. Up, I'll be there.
1: Yeah, it's coming up on the 29th. Uh, I'll be um. I'll be there with, uh, with John Gotti Jr. Um, um, his guest, So just come up, come, feel free to come up, man, introduce yourself. And, and I'll tell you, the guy is, man, he's just a classy guy and he's just a gentleman. So, you know, I mean, it just, it just aggravates me when people talk bad about these people, because there's all kinds of people that trash the Gotti family on the internet. And, you know, and, and my, his brother Peter Gotti told me once. He's like, "Don't get wrapped up in all that internet stuff, Damien. You're bigger than that." And you know, I gotta take I gotta I gotta take his uh, his advice sometimes because I get
0: wrapped up in it. It just gets me aggravated, you know. It's easy to. It's so easy to get uh, build a nest in your head with it, and it, it really affects a lot of people out there. And it's it's caused a lot of issues, you
1: know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just wired, I'm just wired differently, like, when people start running their mouth over the internet, it just really gets under my skin, dude, it really just gets in. it stirs inside me, and then I start to, like, build, like, a, a bad resentment for people, like, expect, you know what I mean? And then it's just, like, when I see them, I'm just like, uh, like, I, I don't want to revert to my old ways, but it's like, I'm also not going to let people, like, run around and disrespect yeah. me, you know what I
0: mean? 100%. <laughs> So but there, we just reached the 17 minute mark. The last two minutes of this interview, man, you got a lot going on that I I, th- yeah, I found yeah, really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I plug a little bit about yes, what I got going on? Yeah,
1: 100. Okay, so so guys, I, I I have a YouTube channel um with my uncle that was um you know with my uncle and uh it's called Damien and Chicky. All you gotta do is look it up and it's Chicky C A i c k y so damien d-a-m-i-e-n and chicky and uh we have a youtube channel um we're, we're, we're starting to grow we're gonna we're gonna have a podcast soon um we also have some things in the works with the gotti family that we really can't speak about um some some TV stuff, but again, uh, we can't we can't really get into details about it. But um, some big things coming in 2019. So just go drop a like on uh, one of our uh, our YouTube uh, I'll videos. I'll link
0: below for everybody to just scroll down and click it. Real real easy. <sighs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, we do we do comedy. My my uh, my uncle Tricky, he's he's nuts. He's, he's hilarious, he's man. Uh-huh. I was
0: showing that we had a pizza party last night with the family. I was showing everybody; everyone was rolling around laughing when he's in the uh, nursing home with his mother reading John Gotti's book. I mean, well, that's
1: kind of how, how like <clears throat> the whole thing came about. About. <laughs> With this thing that we have going on with the Gotti family, that I can't really get into too many details about yeah. because, um, John's finishing up a project called Woodside Mafia. It's a project where he's exposing rats. It's, a uh, it's, it's gonna be a DACA series. When he's done finishing up that project, then we're gonna be working on a project together, um, with the Gotti family. But, um, that's how this came about. He saw the video of, of chicky reading the book to his mother in the nursing home the john Gotti book and he was rolling everybody was fucking dying laughing at the video but we just do we just man look i'm at a point in my life where i want to laugh bro i want to have fun i want to like enjoy my life and if i can make people laugh and, and uh and you know and there's <laughs> nothing better than laughter bro what's what's funnier than laughing you know what i mean like so that's sure? what it's all about bro
0: damon i want to thank you so much Uh, last but not least if you have any sponsors any shout outs especially your social media tags which will be in links down below here uh you want to shout anything else out
1: well, I just wanna—I wanna—I wanna, I wanna, um, I wanna uh, plug my um, YouTube channel, DamianChicky dot com. Uh, you can go to DamianChicky com. It'll take you directly to the YouTube channel. Um, again, we're going to be doing a podcast, and I wanna—I wanna thank you so much for having me on. And um, again, um, <laughs> I'm not a bad guy. So if anyone wants to approach me, shake my hand. It'd be my pleasure, you know. And um, I, I want to say that I respect Jesse. Um, but at the end of the day just you know it, it'll come soon and, and have a little respect you know what i'm saying that's all i'm
0: saying and i'm really happy that we did this i think there's a really good message inside this interview and uh you know this new generation coming up somebody's gonna get hurt so i, I really hope that we reach so, at least one person out there that might you know think twice about uh you know there's a difference between the game of mixed martial arts and the reality of things and lines being crossed and we're seeing it more and more Colby Covington Conor McGregor Habib so I want to thank you so much Damien and I'll see you in a couple of weeks at, uh, hey, CES. thank you so much man I appreciate it all right God bless all right you too there you guys go Damien Trite's joining us and it's so funny how this came about he jumped on my interview with Jesse and he had a couple of things to say and I was like oh well I'm not gonna let somebody call me a goof so we, we kind of got into it, and I was like, you know what? Why don't you come on my show, and we'll we'll talk this out. And I'm so glad that we did. Damon's clearly a really nice guy. I'm closing it out right now. Hold on. So, guys, subscribe down below. Give us a thumbs up. I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil May White Knuckles till the end. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. Behave yourselves.